Welcome to episode 98 of Honestly Unbalanced. Now this episode is another one, a mini one, we recorded at Soul Circus Festival. So you can hear Holly Hustler chat to August Bernstein of August's Garden. Check them out on Instagram. She's a head tutor at the Raymond Blank Gardening School uh, in Oxfordshire. And she shares on her social media everything that goes on in this impressive kitchen garden and her own garden. She also is passionate about getting children, their families into growing their own veg and has set up a business called Seed Explorers, encouraging that. Her story is amazing. She is amazing. We talk about so much. We talk about the therapeutic and grounding qualities of gardening, why it's important for families to grow vegetables if they have the space, uh, how she transitioned from her 20-year career as an air hostess into now being the head tutor at the Raymond Black Gardening School, and so enjoy the episode. Before we get started, a little shout out to the best yoga mats in the world, Lifeform, who are currently having a massive sale of up to 40% off. So make the most of it, but also with code, uh, oh, I forgot my code for a second there, with code HUSTLER10, H-U-S-L-E-R-10, you can actually get an extra five percent off that means you could get 45 percent off a mat currently uh after the sale that code still works to get 10 percent off but yeah hustler 10 to get 10 percent off now uh and if you're interested in becoming a yoga teacher uh, i am going to be one of the lead teachers on try yoga's teacher training if you haven't heard of try yoga it's one of the biggest studios in europe and myself and michael wong are developing a brand new tundra teacher training program for them so it begins early next year in spring actually uh it's over three months and if you can't make that one we start another one uh, in chelsea west london uh, later on in the year, in August. So head to tryyoga.co.uk to learn more about this 200-hour training. Now, oh, enjoy the episode. Good start. Hello. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> You're back, yay. <laughs> We're going to leave it in. Let's just uh, start again. Welcome, August. Thank you so much for being here today and Thank chatting you. with me. <laughs> So where did it begin? Because we were just chatting backstage, as it were, and you said that you were an air hostess for 20 years and you hated gardening. Yes. So <laughs> how did you find gardening to be your next career move? I mean, it was a bit of a roller coaster, really, and I had no idea that this kind of journey was going to happen and gardening would come into my life. And I would say, if you sort of said to me now, five years ago, that I was going to be a gardener, I would have laughed you down the aisle with my tea and coffee <laughs> pot. I'd been like, absolutely not. I don't do gardening. Um, so it's, I think when you find your passion in life and you kind of connect and that thing just lights you up from inside, I think that to me is the biggest gift in the world. Absolutely. And I was really lucky to, to plant my first seed, watch that grow. And that moment that that first seed burst through the soil oh. was like absolutely mind-blowing it was like looking because I didn't grow food when I was a child yeah. my mum was single parent you know we very much lived on ready meals and you know she didn't have time to be cooking all these wonderful home-cooked meals yeah. and stuff um so I didn't garden as a kid so I suppose when I first started growing it was like looking at it through a child's eyes yeah. and I just thought it was amazing and then the moment you then go into the garden and pick the food that you've grown that's just a whole nother incredible feeling it's like you know you go to the supermarkets you buy your food 
but to actually pick it from your garden, that just takes it to a whole other level. And that's where I feel really passionate about connecting people and getting people to feel like I do about growing food. And obviously, by growing your own food, you're reducing your carbon emissions and it's a massive impact on the planet. Mm. So I think it's, to me, it's just an absolute no brainer. <laughs> Well, I tell you, I'm feeling so inspired straight away. <laughs> I'm so happy we're chatting because honestly, Adam and I moved to Surrey about four years ago now, which is where I'm from. We moved from London, where obviously there's not you know loads of green space around or gardens. Um, and I've said to him from the from the start, I really want to grow my own fruit and vegetables. And yeah. there's a beautiful patch waiting for me out in the back, and I've <gasps> literally done nothing. Oh my goodness! So for an absolute beginner, who I wouldn't say I hate gardening, I've just never really actually gone for it or done anything about it. But I love being outside, obviously we've got a beautiful garden so for someone like me who is a complete beginner where's the best place to start i mean it, it, the main thing is to just get started yeah because you learn as you go, as you go yeah. and the biggest gift you will get are the mistakes so every yes. single mistake you make is what will push you forward to learning and educating yourself yeah. if everything goes swimmingly in your first year and all your cabbages grow and all your <laughs> lettuce is absolutely perfect it's going to be like oh this is great but what have you learned you yeah, planted so a true. seed but you've not educated yourself on that journey so I would say don't be scared because all the failures are the bits where you're going to learn Love that. but it's all about starting with the soil the soil is life soil, it is okay. absolutely the basis to everything that you do yeah. because that's the thing that's going to feed and nourish your vegetables which in turn will nourish you yes. so as long as you've got a good healthy soil um which that's a whole subject in five hours in itself right. <laughs> it's that's the basis for you to get started and then everything else falls into place. Okay. I've heard someone said to me, oh, go, uh, just go to your local forest and get some soil from the forest and then take that back to your garden and use that to fertilise yeah, and to, to grow things. I think that's kind of like, so you could, it's all, that's about more sort of composting. So you would take okay. different elements, add that to your compost. You're creating a whole indigenous species uh. of different microbes and organisms and, and then you're going to get a healthier soil. But not necessarily just going to a forest it probably wouldn't really work <laughs> i'd love to say it would. sounds great doesn't get it? your trailer <laughs> go hug a tree the forest, <laughs> you get arrested yeah. like and then it all goes downhill but maybe yeah. the garden center yeah, might be yeah, a good yeah. place all right start there <laughs> is it true that there are um antidepressant qualities in soil oh my goodness like to me yeah it's changed my whole life really Talk i mean i used that. to have a lot more anxiety i mean obviously i was traveling all over the world for 20 years i didn't know where i was half the time because i'd be in one hotel room another yeah. hotel room and i'd get on board and i'd feel anxious and i'd sometimes lock myself in the toilet crying oh, because i didn't want to go away yeah. and since i've left that environment to actually do good to grow things and educate people on a daily basis it's you know, I don't have that. And if I do feel, you know, overwhelmed, if I feel an anxiety or have it, you know, I do have down moments like everybody does. Yeah. But I then think, right, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to do some weeding. I'm going to do some gardening. And I don't know what it is about that process of weeding, getting your hands dirty and growing things, creating something, making something beautiful. Mm. At the end of the day, I can look at, a patch that I've weeded and think, oh my God, I've achieved something yeah. today. Rather than sitting there being in my head, thinking about all the negative things. And then I come out and I'm like, oh my goodness, 
I've done something really nice and I've sorted all my head out. That's so yeah, so I really beautiful. truly believe there's something therapeutic about it. I honestly feel like I want to go back to my garden now and just <laughs> get started. Just put something in the ground. Do it. Yeah, yeah. It's that fear of like not being perfect, isn't it? But you just gotta, like you say, go for it. And I love that you well, you have your own two little children and we've just well, we've got a one-year-old, he's just turned one, and I would love to get him involved while I start as well. So you have a business called Seed Explorers, which yes. I adore the name of. So <laughs> can you talk a little bit about that and your inspiration behind it? So I think, I suppose my children, obviously, yeah. very much, when I started my journey, that was the beginning of their journey as well. And I think the moment I thought I'd nailed parenting was <laughs> when <laughs> my kids at the weekend, usually I give them like Cocoa Pops, a chocolate croissant, or, you know, something really bad. And Winnie, my... Um, four-year-old at the time she's seven now but she said mummy can I go into the garden and pick some peas and I was like oh my goodness I have absolutely like this is great parenting and they both will walk out into the garden with a basket and I'll say right girls go and pick your dinner and they will go out and pick their dinner but then that inspired me to um I also worked at a school in Hayes so um as well as the my day job um I also taught at a school and it was in an area where most of the children didn't have um, gardens so their space was the school garden so Mm. I created a no dig kitchen garden and Mm. I would say that most of the children that I worked with had no idea and hated vegetables so that was (laughs) really you know my first lesson was like right kids who eats vegetables everyone's just like disgusting gross (laughs) no and then you know I said so okay so who eats crisps oh hi the whole class. Yeah, obviously. Who eats chips? The whole class. And I was like, right, lesson one, that is a potato. That's come from the ground and that's a vegetable. So, right, yes, you do eat vegetables. It's just how do we then connect that mm. with processed foods? Yeah. So, um, from the two years that I did spend at the school turning and transforming the garden and watching these kids who wouldn't eat a green thing if it smacked them in the face to picking broccoli handing it to their friends picking edible flowers giving it to the teachers and you know the the kids would just be eating veg for fun and that to me was amazing which then sent me on to my journey of um growing uh, starting my own business so i have a seed it's called the Seed Explorers, and every single box is a box of growing magic. So you have all different vegetables, and every vegetable is a character, and the characters are all my family and friends. Aww, so they've all lovely. kind of been created around real people, yeah. um, and they all have a story and activity. So it's all about getting families to grow together and to understand the beauty of growing your own food. Um, colourful vegetables, you know great we could all grow a lettuce but why grow a green lettuce why not grow one that's you know red or interesting something indifferent to engage children and to get them growing rather than you know the same old thing so that to me was um really important Mm. and i've um you know continued on that journey to try and get families to get growing so beautiful so there is a big link between children wanting to eat vegetables and them growing them themselves as uh, like you said it's it's about the the growing process and I've done this myself I've created something myself oh absolutely I think they there's a massive sense of achievement yeah. when you know a child has nurtured that plant mm. and also it's not just educating in food it's you know teaching patience cognitive skills you know that small um you know picking up seeds and taking time and and also then connecting with nature yeah so my daughter Winnie who's seven now 
she literally, she'll see a spider and pick it up and loves the spider. Wow. She loves ladybirds because she knows that that ladybird is so good for the garden yeah. and connects then with the rest of nature. And I think that also is a beautiful part of growing as well. So many benefits. Why do you think it feels so good and nourishing to be close? Maybe that's like a really obvious question. I don't know, but why does it feel so good to be with nature? I think it's... Because we're so obsessed with things now, you and know, electronics. We, everything is like electronics. Yeah. You know, you're on Instagram and yeah. I don't want to find one to talk because obviously I do Instagram. But, you know, it's very much that things are everything. But nature is something you can't control. Yeah. It's always there. No matter what happens, no matter how much money you've got. Yeah. You can always go back to nature yeah. and have that time out and peace and and by putting a seed in the soil, that costs hardly anything. Yeah. Especially if you you can collect the seed yeah. and grow that yourself. Mm. And it is a beautiful moment that costs nothing, but so is lovely. connecting. Yeah. And also we are nature, aren't we? Exactly. We're, so it brings us back to ourselves. Yeah, totally. And when you're scrolling on the gram, you feel I mean, I don't know about everyone else in the audience, but you feel, you know, depleted after a while and it's like yeah. an addiction, isn't it? But well, yeah, and you're always looking at what everybody else you know, is doing what everybody else has. Yeah. I mean, nature doesn't have that. It yeah. is just what it is. Yeah. And, and what about grounding? Do you ever sort of um, talk about or, or encourage bare feet on the earth? Is that something that you I mean, teach I as well? I mean, I suppose because I'm a gardener and I yeah. need to wear shoes most of the time. Yeah. But it, I have kind of, I mean, I'd like to learn more. I mean, yeah. I'm always open to learning more. Yeah. And I think my children very much are out in the garden and very very free you know we don't wear shoes out in the garden yeah, and we're lovely. just you know we do take that time out but yeah <coughs> there's a beautiful documentary I, t I tell everyone about it if you're interested called um uh, oh my god the grounding movie and it's on youtube Ooh. and they talk about all the scientific effects and benefits of just having your skin on the earth and <gasps> how it's so healing the qualities of the earth so it all ties in you know with the gardening and how nourishing and healing it is just for your soul and your body and yeah, yeah. Um, and can you talk a little bit about you being a head chef at Raymond Blanc? <laughs> yeah, so I am the head tutor of the Raymond Blanc Gardening School. Um, so that also was a really random um, journey because I had no qualifications to start off with. And I was obviously an air hostess for 20 years. Yeah. Um, and I went to Le Manoir, which is a two Michelin star hotel and restaurant created wow. by the inspiring, probably one of the most inspiring humans I've ever met, oh, wow. um, Raymond Blanc. And... And just listening to his journey of how he started, he was very much self-taught like myself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some people don't use these things as, you know, a throttle. You know, at the end of the day, you may be self-taught, but you can still achieve so, so much yeah. by educating yourself. You know, these, um, so many people let it hold them back. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was, I wasn't, I didn't do a degree or I didn't do any kind of education I am now I'm currently studying a degree in environmental studies mm. and I've got my qualifications in horticulture but that was through passion and having that feeling that I just wanted to learn more which is something I've never had yeah. at school I didn't yeah. want to learn I was not interested <laughs> in the academic all. stuff I was like there smoking in the hedge somewhere <laughs> out in nature <laughs> Don't say out in nature but yeah so I just wasn't interested but this is like a later on in life thing that I found the passion for educating myself and then that's led me to um now educating others because yeah. I want people to feel like I do so I host um, gardening schools throughout the year um, within our kitchen gardens so we have an acre and a half of kitchen gardens at the Manoir all organically grown produce um, I did three years in the kitchen garden 
learning how to grow and then went on to get my qualifications. And now I work very closely with Raymond Blanc. We talk about produce, about his favorite varieties, and then guests come into the glass house for the day with me and we grow all the vegetables. I teach Amazing. you how to grow. We talk about the importance of soil, nutritional value. We'll have lunch together. Um, and there's an array of different courses. So we go from grow your own vegetables, cut flowers, roses, pruning so it's just a whole beautiful educational space um with raymond obviously very much at the heart of it wow you're just <laughs> flying it's so exciting <laughs> can you talk about the transition what it was like from um leaving your job where you cried in the toilets many times <laughs> <laughs> and i can relate to that because i had a job like that and i was just in the toilet i don't want to go out there and put on a smile yeah, you know yeah, similar yeah um the transition between that and then moving on to what you do now yeah I mean I think it was a really I started growing um it was probably about five years ago and slowly I was you know when I was an air hostess I was just going all over the world trying to find really nice bars to go for a drink um shopping talking about hair and makeup and very much that was a that was the lifestyle I was yeah. living and then slowly when I started learning about growing and getting passionate about it my whole mind started changing and my whole personality started changing and I think I noticed when I started getting on board when people were running away from me because all <laughs> I wanted to do was talk about <laughs> cabbages and courgettes <laughs> I was like why am I sitting here on my own oh, like, like, just give me the champagne me. Yeah. Um, so I kind of um, started using my job traveling all over the world rather than going to bars and getting my hair done to wanting to find gardens it was an obsession it was taking over my whole life and again educating myself getting inspiration from all different gardens all over the world Um, and then I came to Le Manoir for lunch and literally got into the kitchen garden there and cried because I thought it was the most beautiful place you know you walk down the main path the pathways dripping with pumpkins there's beans like tumbling all over the place you know it's a wash of edible color it's just incredible um and i'd had a couple of champagnes and (laughs) thought do you know what i'm gonna go and see if i can get a job here why not so i went up to reception and said oh can i come and work in the gardens obviously they don't give drunk people jobs because (laughs) (laughs) they're sensible and it's a two michelin star restaurant so off i went um and it was really weird i don't know if you ever have this or if anybody has this you know when you're looking at on your phone and something pops up that you've you know you've been thinking it and suddenly it comes up on your phone and you're like oh my goodness mm. is it tapping into my brain yeah. um so i woke up in san fran had no idea where i was in the world because every hotel room looked the same to me and um i googled gardening jobs for some reason and the first job that came up was a kitchen gardener at Le Manoir. and Meant it was so weird and i remember thinking oh my goodness like this is meant to be. So I went for the job, turned up like a full-on air hostess, as you do, because I didn't (laughs) know what you wore as a gardener, (laughs) like to turn up as a gardening for a job. Um, And somehow I got the job. I had no qualifications, but what I did do was take a veg basket of everything that I'd grown in my garden and probably like your kids you know you always think your kids are the most incredible beautiful things in the world and I thought my vegetables were you know look back and they were like the wonky veg section in Morrison's you know like everything was knobbly and gnarly (laughs) and awful so how it got me the job I don't know but I think they saw that I was passionate about it Um, and at the beginning I was flying at the weekends working there midweek and I really began to not enjoy flying and I think it was the moment that 
I was taking my sister-in-law and my friend away with me to San Fran and I thought, I don't want to go. And I remember phoning my dad, crying again. Oh. I'm quite an emotional oh. person. <laughs> um, and I was just like, I don't want to go. Like, I really don't want to go. And my dad said, well, don't. Don't go. And I was like, what? It just, this thought hadn't entered my head. I was like, oh, well, I can't not go. And he was like, well, of course you can. Just leave. And that was it. I was, it was like I needed someone to tell me, yeah. it's okay. Give you permission. You can move on. Yeah. You know, you've done this job all your life. It's the only thing you've ever wanted to do. But it's okay. And it was just like that. That moment, I put the fork down, phoned Virgin Atlantic and said, I'm not coming back, ever. Bye. And I never went back. I've oh. never looked back. And I've never regretted that decision. And, and sometimes, it was scary. Yeah. The most, you know, I had been sort of bubble wrapped mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. this industry mm -hmm. that makes you believe that, you know, I suppose you're this lemming that wears this amazing bright red uniform and you look perfect and everything's perfect, perfect. And you're so valued, which you're yeah. not really, you're just a number. But, mm. you know, you're brainwashed into thinking yeah. that what are you going to do outside mm. of this thing? So leaving was really scary. And obviously a lifestyle of traveling the world and living in hotels and you know leading this fabulous lifestyle but actually i look back and wish that i'd done it sooner mm. um and sometimes it is just that moment that you need to get that push and yeah. take the plunge i bet that's super inspiring for lots of people here and everyone listening as well because it's hard to follow your intuition sometimes when you have never been taught that in school you know you you are taught to be a lemming really oh, and fit absolutely. inside a box and work for you know corporate world make money um but, you know, there's there's that soul nudge that wants you to grow and expand. That's what we're here for and Absolutely. live our truth and our purpose, which is what you're doing now. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> and coming back to the garden, because I would love to know, again, as a beginner. Oh, actually, what I'll, I'll ask first is, what is the difference between, you know, because we've got local Sainsbury's and that's where I go and get my fruit and veg and try and get organic where we can, you know, but not always. So what's the difference between growing in your own garden, you know, broccoli, courgettes, whatever it is, or going to the supermarket to get it? What are the, the main benefits? I mean, I think you can definitely taste the difference. Yeah. There's, you know, if you buy a carrot in any supermarket, as opposed to maybe your local farm shop, which has been bought locally, yeah. even if you buy organically in supermarkets, it still doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get that flavour. But the taste is mind-blowing. And especially when you've picked it out of the ground. Yeah. So once you pick a vegetable, all the nutrients, the water, and everything does start to deplete. Yeah. If you're picking out of your garden, there is no better feeling and no better flavor. And also, if you're looking after your soil, you're going to get much more nutritional value out of your vegetables. Mm -hmm. But also, like, when you go to the supermarket, why does everything have to be wrapped in plastic? Mm. You know, I look at my bin and I think... Everything, like a broccoli, like who needs a broccoli in wrapped plastic. in plastic? Yeah, it's true. And the amount of... Um, carbon emissions from traveling all over the world, yeah. traveling all over the country. So you're reducing your emissions just by growing it yourself. Even a lettuce. So if you grew lettuce yourself and just that one thing alone, you would drastically reduce your carbon footprint mm -hmm. by just that one movement. Yeah. Um, you know, there is not, I don't know of any salad really that comes not wrapped. Yeah. Um, and, and actually it's the easiest thing 
to grow. You just literally pop a seed in. There you go. You've got and an it's done. Boom. <laughs> it's, it is that easy. I think it's you know there's so many things and probably like you're looking at your patch thinking. Yeah. How do it's I begin? There. Where do yeah. I start? Like That's what it. do I do? And yeah. it is the simplest thing is you put literally the seed in the ground. Right. As long as it's the right time of year. Okay. And it will grow. Right, so I am feeling like I need to come to one of your garden schools now. So please tell, <laughs> a, tell everyone, yes. And also, because we've got our son, I'd love to, to do the family thing. It sounds oh, absolutely. just absolutely amazing. So can you please tell everyone about you and where we can find you, what you do, your Instagram, etc. Just plug away, please. Yes. <laughs> so um, I do have an Instagram platform where I share all my tips. And I mean, I used to do a hell of a lot more, but I do generally throughout the weeks, you'll be seeing what I'm growing, what I'm planting, what I'm sowing. And sometimes just that little sort of nudge can help you on your path. Um, so my Instagram page is August Garden um, and you can find all my links on there. So I also have my website, which you can find on my August Garden page. And also my second home is at Le Manoir Cat Saisons in Oxfordshire. So if you Google Belmond Le Manoir, um, you can see all the details of all the courses that I hold throughout the year. And we are 12 months of the year running the way through. So, and then obviously you can find me at lots of festivals throughout the country as well. Yes, amazing. I absolutely love that chat. It could have gone on for a lot longer, but we <laughs> have to pause it there. So thank you so much, thank August. You. And thank you to the audience for listening and watching and have a great weekend. Thank you thank for thank having you. me. Thank you very much. Honestly, I'm balanced.